This week's episode of Here's On Get is brought to you in part by Soy and Nintendo. A match, a better match could not have ever been made in heaven. Soy and Nintendo, get your wife's boyfriend to buy you a Switch today. Hello, and welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only formerly interrogatory podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I am your host, Tab Burt, and with me today, as always, Tim the Handlebreaker. That's right. And with us in the new Here's What I Don't Get, the Tiny House Studios, Todd Seidel. Hello, hello. Uh, we are recording episode 194. Yes. Crazy, crazy times. I uh little update to last week's episode. Uh-huh. Um, Still believe the street should run red with the blood of UPS drivers, but now Am- you know I said in the episode that Amazon drivers are at least they get the package to you. Yeah. But Sunday I had two packages delivered, two separate drivers delivered yeah. two yeah. separate packages, and both of them thought this this was okay. I'm going to show Todd this because I've already showed shown Tim this photo. What the fuck? With the delivery I'm not placement? fucking clipping. Yeah, look at this. That's that's the delivery of my two packages. <laughs> what? They just came up to my gate and just tossed the packages over the fence. And we're like, yeah, that's good. <sighs> the, and like, at first I thought, oh, well, that must have been, Paper you know, boy. they must like put them because they're lightweight. There's two small things. Uh-huh. Must have put them like on the porch. And then we had like a weird, some weird wind come through and it just kind of blew them down the steps and to where I found them. But and when you get a package delivered by Amazon, it. Yeah, just it throw it in the yard. Show they take a photo of the item, right? So that's the picture of the first item. The first guy tossed they, they it. They took that. Yeah, they took oh, that. Okay. And then the second item arrived, and that guy took a picture, and his picture includes a picture of the first item. <laughs> so the second guy showed up and was like, "Oh, that's what we're doing. All right," and just fucking threw it over there. Like, what the fuck is your problem? Ah, uh, maybe he had a uh, flashback of a. Being on a paper paper run, newspaper run. <laughs> oh, maybe there's dogs inside this gate. Like the fact that you walked up to the gate and dogs didn't start barking at you should be all the invitation you need to know that there's no dogs inside the, the gate. Yep, you moron. So, uh, but I mean, they weren't stolen. But like, that's that's weird though, man. It's pathetic. That's yeah. what it is. I think maybe it's the new uh, it's the new uh, Amazon Prime shipping cannon delivery. <laughs> they shoot it from a cannon from the corner. As they drive by, yep. it's, it, it's like a uh, it's like a, um, saving a baseball saving machine. mileage on the cars. <laughs> yeah. and it's got time. The, t- the two wheels just spin real fast. They just speed in there, <laughs> <laughs> just fires it out. <laughs> Is there? I haven't ever looked, but uh, it'd be worth looking on uh, the web to see if there's others that have that similar that placement. Thing. You know. Oh, it pissed me. It, it's been they've been pissing me off all week because they come and deliver things and they they haven't been knocking on the door. So if it weren't for the fact that I have cameras on my porch that notify me if anyone comes on my porch, I would not know that packages are being delivered. Yeah. Like one time I'm sitting there talking to someone, you can hear our voices through the glass. The guy just comes up and very quietly puts the package and then just walks away. <laughs> it's like fucking knock on the door. I'm not. I didn't ask for no contact delivery. I want all the contact I can possibly get in my deliveries. <laughs> A big bear hug. It's ridiculous. Ugh. What about you, Tim? How's your week been? It's been good. Uh, I wanted to talk to you 
about uh, there's gonna be a little bit of a, a little bit of games talk uh, today. Uh, some big games happening in your world. Oh yeah, uh, and my and and well, so uh, I I beat Horizon. Yeah, uh, and I moved on to God of War. Oh yeah, and I know four? God of God of War four. Yeah, well, not four really. It's five technically. It's like eleven Actually, uh, technically. Seven, I think technically. Because there's God of War one, two, and three. Ascension, Ascension Chains of Olympus, and, and there's the other, one more. The other PSP game. Yeah, so that's seven. Yeah. Anyways, um, I know that you tried it out. Yeah. And did not like it. Nope. I played it for. I I started on Saturday. Uh, played for a couple hours, and then yesterday I played it for about ten hours straight. Wow. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Tim, the guy that you beat at the very beginning of the game, yes. that's the end of the game, too. Sounds like it. Yeah. Uh, I think you fight him like 11 times You mean the, the thing that too. they've done in all of the God of War games? No, you don't fight. Well, yeah, they do the same thing in all the God of War <laughs> games. But, but what I mean is, you fight that guy, Baldur, isn't it Baldur? It's Baldur, yeah. I think you fight him like five times during the game. I've only fought him once so far. Yeah. Because when I was looking at And that's the, in 14, 15 hours? Yeah. So, Do you mind if I spoil it completely for you? A little bit now that I'm pretty invested in it. Well, you uh, you do uh, you get to a point where you're fighting him, and then you do a quick time event like uh-huh. all God of War games. Yeah, and then you just snap his neck. That was the beginning. The beginning fight, you snap his neck, and you just do that again. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a god that doesn't feel pain. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so uh, I was wondering why you bounced off of it when I really like it. I don't know. Did and, you play all the God of War games multiple times? Uh, I did. I think I've probably played them less than you have. Yeah. Um, I've played them all at least twice. Here's here's, here's my thing, right? Here's uh, how would describe Kratos as a character in like three words. Angry. Uh-huh. Swords. Sure. White. Uh, I, is that, is that really, I mean, I would say like he's he's very angry. Yeah. Uh, he's a warrior. Uh-huh. It's got so what what got swords in that right? Now what is another angry warrior with a with a with a cool looking sword that I enjoy that also has to learn how to be a father after his uh his his wife dies and the son has spent most time with the wife and now he's got to learn how to be a father and teach him how to be a warrior. I don't know. Really? Yeah, I don't. I here's here's why I love this game. Right, one. I love the Thor universe, like from the uh-huh. com- from the Marvel comics. I love uh, Jormungandr and uh, the the World Serpent and Yggdrasil. Uh-huh. And uh, it'd be a lot more fun if Valder you played as Thor instead Thor. of playing as Kratos again. I, I like Kratos. I, like, I love the axe. Time. I love the axe. Yeah, with the coming coming back and everything. So stupid. It's so great. Um, and number two, this is basically my dream wharf game. <laughs> This is Worf and Alexander the game. Oh no, it's not. <laughs> yes, it no, is. It is exactly that. It is exactly that. It is exactly that. It's Worf teaching Alexander how to be a warrior on this journey as they go to. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Who get, is my favorite? He's my favorite character. Closer. He's my favorite character up. from all the Star Trek I've watched. Yeah, and this is that. This is that. Like this, you turn this into a sci-fi game. Give uh, turn Kratos into Worf. Uh-huh. Give uh, give him a uh, a Badleth instead of no, the no, 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 uh, Tim. Worf uses a Mechleth, not a Batleth. You fucking idiot. <laughs> I, I have a, a confession. Yeah, you have no idea what we're talking about. <clears throat> no, <laughs> I, 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 well, sort of. I started watching uh, the new generation. Next generation. The next generation. Yeah. yeah how yeah. you liking it? It's 
pretty good. Yeah. Season it's entertaining. One? Uh, well, because um, what got me into it is they have back to back the different uh, oh, generations. On Heroes. Oh, on Heroes. Just on Network. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. watch that channel. Heroes all the time. and Icons. So it's like. Yeah, original uh, series, Next Generation. Was it Heroes and. Heroes yeah, and Icons. H&I. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of got me. Which one is it that has like a uh, sound, like a, a song with like vocals and stuff? Enterprise. Enterprise. What is up with that? <laughs> it's terrible. It was originally going to be. Uh, I thought it was a team. joke. <laughs> That's yeah, not, it's, like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like the intro to. Uh, like seventh heaven what or something. Happened? Yeah. Like, uh, everything else is like really good, you know, nice, nice uh, chords and just good feeling, you know. Yeah. Confident music, you know. The intro then, to Enterprise is hilariously like, bad. <laughs> so, the funny thing is that the closing credits, the song that plays then, yeah. If you if you people have taken it, that's Archer's theme. They yeah. take that song and, and put, put it, it with the, the, of the credits, and it's very clear that that those credit the opening credits are edited to that song. And someone was like, "Let's make it different. Let's add words." Oh, because because it was like mid early two thousands yeah. on on UPN, and it was like what's kinda... what's even more weird is season three they change it and they make it a more upbeat, faster version. Okay, and but season three is where the show gets really post nine eleven y. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. So like the teaser will be some really dark thing with like Archer torturing some aliens or something, <laughs> and then it'll be like. It reminds, me of, it reminds me of a really lame version of the Smallville theme, which is already uh, out, of, out of context, a lame song. I was born in a Smallville. <laughs> I grew up in the same Smallville. I will die in a Smallville because I'm Superman. But not yet, really. <laughs> Thank you. I wrote that. Ah, <laughs> oh, I uh, I took. I also another thing that pisses me off this week. I took my sister to uh, Blue Hole, which is a natural spring here in Oklahoma. Yes. Ice cold water all yes, the time. Uh-huh. And uh, pretty sure because we were parked parallel, we were parked perpendicular to the water, so people were driving parallel to the water to find parking spaces. So I'm pretty sure someone. Uh, lost traction and fired a rock like a bullet Ooh. into my passenger side fender. Oh. Ooh. And uh, I'm pretty pissed off about that. Man, you sent a rock you sent a small rock flying fast enough. Yeah. It'll, it'll it's fortunate it didn't hit a kid cuz that would have killed Well, them. so I was just about to bring up uh one time in uh, in college um uh, I had my my first two years of college were free. Yeah. I was on this program where you you do 40 year you do 40 hours of community service and you get free college. You do a year. week of work. Yeah, um, and so uh, uh, one year I waited till the end of the year to do it. Yeah, and of course they know a lot of kids do that, and so at the end of the year they, they make have it the all worst. these. Well, they, they just have all these. Um, they they plan all these like week uh, weekends near the end of the year. I don't know if they still do it, but they, back back then they did it, and so it was like, hey, how do, wait, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt your story. How do you think they run those kinds of programs now? Right, because oh, like lockdown. all the all the, they have all these volunteer organizations. Uh, a girl that I dated in high school, she joined a service fraternity. I don't remember the name mm-hmm. of it, Alpha Psi Omega maybe, and uh, they 
did all kinds of volunteer work and yeah. you had to do a certain amount to stay in the fraternity. How do they do that? How do they do that now? Yeah. I'm sure they were just like, ah! they, they, they probably waved it for the kids that were yeah. in it this year. And then next year they'll have some crazy guidelines and yeah. And probably reduced hours too. Anyway. Yeah. So last weekend. Yeah. So, so they, they would have, they plan all these like weekends of like, Hey, do this weekend and it'll blow through your hours. Right. Uh, and so I did one and it was like a community like street cleanup thing. Right. And so I did that, and I remember, like, they wouldn't let us use the electric equipment. Of course not. Of course not. They had some special, some actual, like, gardener around using the electric equipment. And I remember he was, like, weed whacking bushes. And <laughs> yeah, I love weed whacking. <laughs> uh, and you just hear, I heard, like, a thunk, and someone goes, ah! <laughs> it hit this girl right in the right in the eyebrow. She got free college the rest of her life. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Man. I hate that yeah. when, it's, when it's your shin. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so I'm pretty pissed off about that. But we had a great time. Uh, my sister and I, uh, we, I did it as a late birthday thing for her, and we just had a really great day. We, I, brought, I got the... A few months ago, I got a portable grill. Yes. It's real small. I got right it for there. 20 bucks. Tiny. And uh, something you can make like two burgers on. I think you, like, I think it says you can make 12. 12 burgers? Is, no, 12 sliders. No, 12 burgers. And those are small burgers. You line them all up. I mean, you'd have to, like, literally, it, the whole surface would be covered. Take them one at a time, you know? Uh, but anyway, had a great time. Cooked some burgers out there. Uh, we, we made marshmallows. Nice. Or, uh, S'mores with but cooked yeah, the marshmallows yeah. on over the grill, and uh, yeah, if you're if you live in Oklahoma and you haven't been to Blue Hole, you're missing out. You should go at least once. It's it's ten bucks a car. Yeah, ten bucks a car. No alcohol allowed. So like, there's it's always safe for your family. Take the kids. Sure, I don't remember that. <laughs> you see a bunch of teenagers. Big sign says no alcohol. You see a bunch of teenagers by themselves. They've got alcohol there. Yeah. Boom. But uh, they do the things that the kids got in trouble for at our school, where they put vodka in the water bottles. Yep. Yep. Or was it, uh, did you did you go to the deep end only, or did you go downstream where it's just kind of maybe knee deep or something? We uh we've um, met some people who live near nearby, and we started talking to them, and they loaned my sister an inner tube, and so we all floated down that little creek quite a ways, and then it was like, wow, now we have to walk all the way back. So we walked back, and then we spent the rest of the day at, at the main area. Crazy how it's so hot out, and then. The water's so fucking cold. The uh, the water. So I was throwing my sister in the water, and uh, I started to like irritate my back injury from the car accident. Uh, and then I go in the water, and like you go in the water, and your muscles all just like tense up yep. like a polar bear plunge, and it just kept making my back hurt more and more and more the rest of the day. And uh, that was really annoying. I bet. But it was it was nice how cool the water was. Like you'd get out of the water, and you'd feel warm. You wouldn't feel hot, but you'd feel warm because yeah, you yeah. were so. It's the water is so cold. I want to say the water was in the fifties yesterday. Wow. Yeah, and it stays that way year round. That's crazy. Yeah, crazy how nature do that. Well, uh, ready to jump into some issues, Tim? I am. What's your first issue this week? Here's what I don't get: is taking the long way. Mm, you're uh, not a big fan of uh, Super Tramp. Scenic roots. <laughs> Super Tramp. I actually, I actually am not a fan of. Like, I like the hits, but it's. I don't like the 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 piano focus. Uh, okay, <laughs> it's weird. It's weird, right? I love Breakfast in America. I think that whole album is amazing, especially Long Way Home. 
I don't like the piano focus. Yeah. For some reason. But when I but I'm talking about like uh just like making things difficult for yourself, right? Doing something the long way as yeah. opposed to doing it the easy way. Yeah. So um I've got a I've got a de- I've got a new desk coming in. And so I'm in the I'm in the the I'm trying to figure out like what's my cable management's gonna be and mm-hmm. I'm trying to get uh stuff just sort of uh nicer looking and better arranged. And one of the things I was I was dealing with is I've got one computer I've got a computer monitor right I've got the one monitor yeah it's got uh, one HDMI in and one DVI in uh, so I've just got an HDMI uh, three way splitter because I've got a PC a Mac and a PS4 yeah um, but I have no way of getting the PS4 audio into um, the I mean the monitor has no audio out monitor has no speakers i've got my uh i've got my uh scarlet hooked up to a, a speaker amp yeah that is then hooked up into my speakers yeah uh so i've got no way to have my ps4 audio other than plugging in the headphones directly into the controller yeah because the ps4 back the ps4 back only has uh optical out hdmi and hdmi out it doesn't have you know it had it doesn't have the old it doesn't have the RCA old, anymore the old RCA no nope. oh my god they Which had is that crazy because that was one two and three had, had the, the exact RCA. same jack yes ever you could, you could use the 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 one that came with the PS3 on a PS1 and vice versa I still got all my old ones of those um, yeah and so so I was like oh I've got a genius idea because when I was cleaning up I found a three point five uh, to RCA jack. So, I'll plug that into the the headphone port of the PS4 controller, right? Go RCA um, into uh, the headphone amp. Yeah. And then that'll play through the speakers. And I I tried it, and it was just hum. 90% hum, 10% sound. It's it's some sort of balance power issue. It's like, well, that's not working. And so... um, I was like, well, I'll try. The, I'll try a different cable. I tried a different cable. I tried an extent. I was doing all kinds of stuff. It wouldn't work. Um, so now I'm looking into okay, how do I get digital audio from the PS4 into analog audio that will that that will work with my uh, sound Headphone, setup? Yeah. So I'm looking at DACs and also I'm looking at all of these like wires and converters on Amazon and I'm just like my head is going crazy. And I literally stand up and I go, there's got to be a better way. <laughs> and then a voice comes over. You're right, Tim. <laughs> Introducing is, from WonderTech. <laughs> basically. Hey, basically. The exact thing that you need right now. It's called. Oh, really? Voice from God? <laughs> it's called checking the back of your amp and finding out that there's a 3.5 jack right there. <laughs> <Sweet>. <laughs> Uh, so lo and behold, stuff. my amps has my amp had a it just said MP3, but it's a 3.5 yeah. aux jack right there. You probably appreciate it more now. I I do. I plugged it in, worked like a charm. I was like, God damn! I spent like hours <laughs> agonizing over DACs and unbalanced, imbalanced sound. If and- we could go to my system, this is what I want. I've talked about this before. I want everything to be connected via RJ45 connectors. Yeah. Which is your typical Ethernet jack? Yes. Where, like, say your setup, right? You let's run through. You've got the PS4, you've mm-hmm. got a Mac Mini, you've got a PC, you have your Scarlet audio box. Yep. You have one monitor. Uh huh. 
and you have this headphone jack thing. Uh-huh. And it's, amp. it's it's a speaker amp. Yeah. It's a speaker amp. Yeah. That those are your five items, right? Yeah. And you're trying to network you're trying to get all of those to communicate with all your different things, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Now imagine if instead of having like a bunch of ports on the back of this fucking headphone amp, uh-huh. just one, just one network connector. And you connect that in and your computer, boom, connect that in. You connect your PlayStation to the same thing. And your monitor's like, hey, I noticed you have a Mac mini and a PlayStation and a PC on here. Yeah. So I'm going to pretend those are now three inputs. And if you push this input button, you can swap between the three. And the PlayStation's like, hey, I see you've got an audio box. I'm gonna talk to that and send my audio there and my video here. That's that was the main the main problem is that that uh, the Scarlet is USB powered. Yeah, and so by definition, it's got to work off of a driver that the PS4, PS4 doesn't, doesn't have. Yeah, yeah and, and if it was all, if it was PoE and a universal driver, I mean, it, yeah, this is my this is my dream world where. Where no longer do you go to Best Buy and be like, oh, I need a four foot long HDMI cable. And they're like, uh, do you want to buy our monster cable? It's $35.99. Yeah. I'm going to throw in a protection plan that's two years. It's $300. Yeah. Covers absolutely no, nothing. Best Buy would just have a bunch of humongous um, spools of different colors yeah. uh, of uh, RJ45 wire. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, I need a, I need two, I need a two, I need, I need a cable that is eighteen point nine inches. No, long the thing is, you wouldn't even, you wouldn't even go to Best Buy anymore. You would just go on Amazon and you'd buy a thousand they, feet. They would, of I mean, they would have it. Cat six, yeah. and then and a crimper tool and the connectors, and you'd be like, all right, I'm hook, I'm setting up my, uh, setting up my home theater system, right? And everything would hook in, and everything would be nicely bundled, and the wires would all go to the one place yes. and one wire. That's to your what I'm TV. trying to do. I, I was telling you earlier about like. How I'm gonna because like, I I don't know how I'm because I've got so many wires that are just crisscrossing and having to yeah. unplug and replug everywhere, and uh, with this new desk I've like I've got the now I've now I will now have the space to do all this cable management. It's got two cable management holes built built into the desk on yeah. either side, and um, so I'll be able to like run everything underneath. Even the I'll, I want to work I want to run see. Because I'm waiting on the damn desk to get here so I can put it together and like figure it out, figure it all out. Because like, it's like, do I need just the the, the C clips, right? Mm-hmm. Is that gonna be enough, or do I need like the big old box that you can put everything into and you have to screw into the bottom? Yeah. Or can I have like the the sticky thing that you stick to the back and you do the channel that you run all the wires into? Through. Maybe one on each side, join them in the middle. With the, I I need the, the decks to actually have to to figure out what you actually out. need. Yeah. The but once I do, it's gonna. See, the other thing is Cat 6, Cat 5, it's all super cheap. So you move or you redo too, your yeah. audio system. You can just, just get rid of throw all, all that shit away yeah. and make new ones. Because yeah. you can buy 100 connectors for like $5. Yeah. You can buy a box of 1,000 feet. I think 1,000 feet was like 200 bucks. It was 150 bucks. I think I bought it on sale. 150 bucks and a thousand feet to do just my entertainment center. Mm-hmm. I do my entertainment center about uh, 500 times. Is you think that that cable is enough to carry a 4K 60 signal? Yeah. 4K 120 even. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. If if not, you'll just go to Cat 7 or Cat 8. Sure, sure. You just upgrade the cable. That I mean, that's really what it comes down to. It's like, oh, we got a new 4K TV and we got this 4K Blu-ray player. Technically, those two things will sit in the same spot in the setup, mm-hmm. but now we need better cables. Well, you just go make a bunch more cables. I mean, mm-hmm. and but everybody wants wireless. It's wireless, 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 wireless. Everything's wireless now. Everything's got to be wireless. The, people hate wired internet. Yeah. I bought this new mesh, mesh system and all these... Uh, 
routers have t- only two holes on the back of them. Two. So the one that's power that's behind my TV, it I have one co- a wire coming from the modem, and then one going to the switch that wires uh, gives wire in it to all my devices in my entertainment center. Yeah, and it's like now I don't have any more ports to send a wire to this one. I gotta send it to a switch. Fucking stupid. Uh, but it does work really well. I have yeah. I have pretty decent reception here in the tiny house. See, I there needs to be some sort of I think the your your uh cat five thing is what I'm looking for because there needs to be something between going the long route between having like this thing converting into this thing, converting into this thing, going into this box that goes into this box, right? Um, something between that and well, this thing is my like my phone talks to my computer, which talks to my PlayStation, which talks to its wireless controller, which yeah. talks to my wireless headphones, mm-hmm. um, because that is too simple. I think we've all run into issues where like wireless is is made to be easy, yeah. but that means you can't do anything with it than the one thing they want you to do with it. That's like my, uh, or you run into problems and there's no way to diagnose it. Like one of my joy cons just sometimes drops out connection in the middle of playing. It's Mm -hmm. really annoying. And I look it up and it's like, yeah, sometimes it happens. Like (laughs) why? Yeah. (laughs) I don't want a fucking defective unit. I want something that works. I paid $300 for this fucking thing. (laughs) At least you can do is send me one that works. And my right fucking copy of Zelda and not Breath of the Wild, or yeah, not uh, fucking Animal Crossing. <laughs> God damn it. See, Animal Crossing is the long way. Animal Crossing is the long way. It's the, because you start that game, you're in that game for the long run. You work. <laughs> I was, I was. You uh, chop down trees and you eat, you pick up, you sell fruit and you do that to basically buy a tent to live in on the side of the road until you can upgrade to a house. My sister bought a switch. Um, and she she was my first. Uh, she was my first Nintendo friend, followed by one of a friend, uh, an online friend from the Discord. Uh, let's see. She said, "When did she text me that she got a switch? She got a switch July nineteenth, right? Okay. Today is August tenth. So last yes. night, um, I I saw her play time since July nineteenth, which was one." To three weeks ago, uh-huh. she put forty hours into Animal Crossing. <laughs> wow! Yeah, that's a that's a lot. It's a good thirteen, fourteen hours a week. Yeah. Uh. So, yeah, the second you break that, which is seal, how much I spent on God of War this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you break that seal, that's what you're playing all the time instead of Mario Kart, which yeah. is the reason why I bought the thing. That and Breath of the Wild. I really just want to play Skyrim skin to look like fucking not Skyrim. I also started playing Skyrim again. That might have been a mistake. <laughs> Man, a portable console with Skyrim on it. Oh, yeah. Not having to lug around a 360 yeah. or a PC and just have it on that tablet. Look, the thing is, a, it's a phablet. Being able to just play in bed, like last night, I was I was like, I think that's when I started playing Skyrim. I was like, I'm going to lay down in bed and play Skyrim for a little bit. And then I remembered that I hate the first 10 hours of Skyrim yeah. and decided I'm going to not do that. No, everything everything's always the long way. Nothing is ever easy. It's always got to be a huge pain in the ass. I, I, I've literally never... Every time something turns out to be easy, I'm just like, really, really, yeah. Because i <laughs> i fixed um I fixed the dish the garbage disposal for this family a few weeks mm-hmm. ago, and switch isn't working right. 
take the outlet cover off or the plate cover off for the switch, pull the switch out. And I'm like, and I, then I loosen one of the screws that holds the switch in. Cause I'm trying to test the switch to see if the switch is good. Loosen the screw. It's in the on position. Loosen the screw. Mm. Fucking garbage <laughs> disposal turns on. And I'm like, there's no way it's that, that easy. Yeah. Sure enough. That was it. I, just a, a bad connection. Wow. Tighten the screw back down. Worked ever since. Unbelievable. Yep. But most things in life aren't like that. It's m- most of the time it's like you, or it is that simple and you don't catch that. I mean, I remember one time, um, my car, I had just gotten this car and, um, I'm on my way home to my dad's house and the car breaks down and it stalls out on the highway and I'm able to get it home and then it just, it won't start. Yeah. So we spend all weekend working on the car all weekend. We replace the coil packs. We are replacing sensors. We replace, uh, I think we did a full tune up on that car. Basically Jesus. we're checking anything and everything. Yeah. Um, nothing, nothing seems to work. So finally on Sunday or Monday, give up a call tow truck, have it towed to a, um, the whole weekend too, like the, we keep running the battery totally yeah. dead on my car. So we're plugging it into another car to charge the battery up and then try and try and try and nothing. Finally get towed, have the car towed to a mechanic. Mechanic takes one look at it. Ain't no gas in it. <laughs> gas gauge is bad in the car. So it read uh, that it was at a quarter tank and it was fucking flat empty. Gosh. Yeah. So, uh, could have been solved day one by just, yeah. cause we're like, uh, because we're we're talking to a mechanic friend, we replaced the fuel filter. Um, we're replacing all kinds of stuff. We're checking the fuel pump, and we call this mechanic friend, and he's like, "Is it you know? Is it pumping? Does it have gas in it?" Like, yeah, the gas gauge says it has a quarter tank. Uh, trusting the thing that's that you're supposed to trust. Is- yeah, and well, the thing was, I had just gotten the car too, so I didn't know that the gas gauge was bad. The people that sold it to me didn't tell me the fucking gas gauge was bad. It's like, hey, thanks for nothing, people. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm taking a long way on uh, the vehicle I just got. Yeah, yeah. Get the Deal title. with your title. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, titles are, are are weird. The whole the whole system, especially here where the seller has to have it notarized. Yeah, yeah. And based on when the seller notarizes it is when your time to get it filed is done so like if the seller is proactive and goes i'm gonna sell this car and notarizes the title and then doesn't sell the car for 29 days and you buy it on day 29 if you don't register it the next day uh you have to pay a huge fine car registration is a huge scam by the way yeah it's just a way to basically make a database of everybody in the state Mm -hmm. because you know probably i'd say probably what would you like 80 percent of people have a car yeah that their name is titled on, and, and in which case they have to have a driver's license. Yes. Database and database and database. Mark of the beast, man. <laughs> I'm starting more and more to believe it. Not that we're in the end times, but no. it's like the whole mark of the beast system where they want to uh, uh, microchip us and give us these like COVID passports and shit. It's like, why don't you just fuck off? It's a common cold. It's a common cold. Blow me. Uh, when you give me a million dollars every day, I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> Until then, shut the fuck up. Well, that's a good issue, Tim. And uh, my first issue this week is actually 
so we have our actually we have our fifty dollar tier now, where if you donate to the fifty dollar tier, you get to kind of call the shots on the show. Our fifty dollar benefactor this right now mm-hmm. currently is Graybush. And as you know, he has currently has a rule against Dead Helm. We only play 30 seconds of any Dead Helm uh, voicemail that is, we receive. Well, he messaged me this week and said that he asked Lady Graybush if what what she wanted to hear. Yeah, yeah. And she said she'd like to have Kate Mulgrew on the show. That's I, that's going to happen. I said, yeah. Hey, me, come on in, Kate. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, or, or I want a Voyager-centric uh, issue. Uh-huh. So here's what I don't get. Catherine Janeway. <laughs> so you haven't watched Voyager. No. But Catherine Janeway is one of the most perplexing characters in the history of Star Trek. We lift her up as Star she Trek. She likes for- coffee? She does like coffee. Yeah, There's coffee that. in that nebula, Tim. Yeah, that's uh, right. That's she, a, is she the uh, like commander kind of? She's the captain of Voyager. Like has the <laughs> voice? Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> We we often as Star Trek fans, whenever anybody's like, "We got Michael Burnham, it's a woman, and she's back," we're like, "We had a woman, and we had a, a black guy, yeah, and we've had a a bunch of In black betweens. people and women <laughs> and Mexicans and everywhere for all the forever." Yeah. Uh, so what's your point? We had Anson Sonia Gomez, but do we really need to lift up Catherine Janeway? Catherine Janeway is a fuck up of the highest order. Yeah. So going even episode one, episode one of Voyager, minor spoilers, uh, Voyager is is searching for the Maquis ship commanded by Chakotay. Mm-hmm. They go into the Badlands, which is an area near Deep Space Nine mm-hmm. where the Maquis are hiding. Okay. Uh, Voyager is picked out of the Alpha Quadrant by the Caretaker Array and taken back, taken to the Delta Quadrant where yes. they are tested to see if they can be... Humans can be used as a suitable species for procreation for the caretaker because ah. the caretaker is protecting the Okampa. Okay. Who are a bunch of weird eared people on this in, inside a planet. They live mm-hmm. underground. I understand some of these words. Yes. Uh so at at the climax of the episode, this other race, the Kazon, the caretaker dies. The Kazon want to take over the array to get into the Okampan underground fortress so mm-hmm. they can live high and happy like the Ocampas have okay. and not living like a bunch of space black people with unwashed hair because <laughs> they don't have water. Okay. <laughs> so Janeway says that in order to uphold the prime directive, what's the prime directive, Tim? General order one. Uh, don't interfere with other planets. Don't interfere with other planets. To, to uphold the prime directive, <laughs> yeah. Voyager has to destroy the caretaker array. Thus, Stranding Voyager in the Delta Quadrant. Yes, which uh, is the whole concept of that show. Yes, uh, but let me let me lay this out for you, Tim. Uh-huh. The 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 prime directive is about not interfering with the natural development of a culture. Yes. So let's say Voyager did not get sucked into the Delta Quadrant. Okay. And the caretaker died of old age. Yes. What would happen then? The same thing. The the Kazon would have invaded the Ocampa. Yeah. 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 So what's the deal? I mean, you're not really interfering with the anything. If anything, by intervening, you've broken the prime directive. So her first step yeah. in the first yeah. episode is to break the prime directive. And then the writers proceed to write her like a fucking schizophrenic. 
Because <laughs> some episodes she's like, we got to uphold the Prime Directive and Starfleet values and this and that. And some episodes she's just like, the Prime Directive doesn't fit here. We need to do this because it's the right <laughs> thing to do. It's like, bitch, will you make up your mind? They go, they go really wild with her. You know, she kidnaps Seven of Nine and forces her to become a human until basically Seven Stockholm syndromes herself into believing that Voyager is the place where she should be. Because at the beginning, she's like, send me back to the Borg, send me back to the Borg, send me back to the Borg. And Janeway's like, nah. nah, nah." What the fuck is your deal, Janeway? She is, I believe, now to spoil the end of of Voyager. I, I know the end of Voyager. They get back to the Alpha Quadrant. Yeah. And I personally believe, and we see her again in Nemesis. She's an admiral. Yes. I personally believe they made her an admiral. Seven years. She's uh, Voyager's her first command. She captains Voyager for seven years, okay. and now she's a fucking admiral. So she doesn't fuck anything else up. And so she doesn't fuck anything <laughs> else up. She gets Peter principled. They yeah. make her a rear admiral. They're like, hey, uh, Admiral Janeway, you're going to be calling people and telling them what they have to do. Yeah. See if you can not fuck that one up. <laughs> And that's what she does. That's what she does. They put her in a place where she can't cause any more fucking trouble because yep. they know if they unleash her on the Alpha Quadrant, everything be burning down. <laughs> fucking everything be burning down. Uh, they. The other weird thing about Janeway is what they do with her hair. Like the beginning of the series, she has this awful bun. Yeah, thing I've seen it's it. like a it's like a safari pith helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But made out of hair they just uh-huh. sit on. And then they like fucking play with their hair and play with their hair until finally, I don't know if it's season 3, they finally just give her this nice looking hair. It's like, why didn't you just do that from the beginning? <laughs> Jesus Christ, like she's they wanted to give her space hair. She seems like the most vain captain on the planet in this in the franchise because like Cisco goes through one change, two changes technically. Yeah. He grows a goatee and then he shaves his head. Yeah. Over the course of the series. But Janeway's like, oh, in, in Voyager's salon, like, nah, I want to try more of an updo. Yeah, but Cisco shaving his head, how much of a length difference is that? Not much. Because <laughs> he doesn't have a lot of hair to begin with. Yeah. You know why he shaves his head? Why? So that shaved head and the goatee, yeah. that's what Avery Books looks like. Okay. He just wanted to. No, the writer, well, he was in a show called Spencer for Hire, where he played a character named Hawk. Uh-huh. Who had his look, bald goatee. Okay. And when they hired him for Deep Space Nine, they're like, we don't want you to look like uh, Hawk from Spencer gotcha. for Hire. So they made him shave and grow his hair out. Because God forbid in the 90s you have a black man with a shaved head on TV. <laughs> right? <laughs> and so finally, like season, a couple seasons in, season in there, three, like, no one remembers that show. You're he's finally track. able to yeah. like take make his look. It was it was really weird. It's a really weird thing. Yeah. The Well, the thing is like you can only apparently I guess the rule is in sci-fi, only women are allowed to have the sci-fi hair. Yeah, men don't have sci-fi hair. Yeah, in sci-fi, they have uh, uh, the crazy. The craziest they get is if some you 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 have someone, you hire someone that already has that crazy hair, and then and you let them have the crazy, crazy hair. for a man, like like you know like shoulder length or something. <laughs> what about like Zorg? I mean, he's got he's got like the the mohawk, but then he's got the plastic thing covering his head. He's got some weird sci-fi hair for a man. He's got a mohawk, uh, but I think it's not a true mohawk because I think it, the one side is it's. I think only one side is shaved. He's got a modern day mohawk. You see this guy on the? Or no, the one uh, the one right by. He's like a big actor. Call Meanie. Call Meanie. With the with curl 
like the kind of pro. He was on yeah. Hell on Wheels. <clears throat> yeah, that's Miles O'Brien. Wh- which which one is that? Which is Miles O'Brien? It's Miles O'Brien. I mean, he's which he's Star in, Trek? He's in he's both. He's in TNG and, and Deep Space Nine. Yeah, he's in both. He's a main cast in Deep Space Nine. He was yes. a, he was just a he was a minor character. He got a, he, he got a he was the transported chief. He got a one off episode. Once, twice, a couple times. A couple times. Well, once, once Keiko got involved. They, oh, fucking Keiko. Like, I the like best that thing, actor. The best thing Keiko ever did was have that baby and let Worf go over it. way, I love Voyager. I think Voyager is actually the best Star Trek series of them all. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, a lot of people disagree with me, yeah. and those people haven't watched it. They just no. go, "This was a terrible episode. It's so stupid." Like, yeah, yeah it's a, it's a Star Trek episode. I mean, a lot of Star Trek has <laughs> stupid episodes like yeah. that. Yeah. There's an episode of TNG where everyone de-evolves and a grown ass woman turns into a fish. You're telling me that's fucking fine? Worf turns into like rib for her pleasure man. That's right. Troy (laughs) turns into a frog lady. Yeah. Uh, The nurse turns into a monkey. Monkey. And Riker turns into a caveman. Yeah. (laughs) And you're fucking worried about threshold? (laughs) Come on. Uh, Janeway constantly during the course of Voyager, like she bought, she turns down a bunch of opportunities to get home. Really? Yeah. It's like, hey, uh, we could get home right now if we did this thing. Okay. But what if we didn't do that? <laughs> That's weird. It is weird. Um, but of course, I mean, then there wouldn't really be a... I mean, you could, you could still continue the show, but... There's, like, she she starts to have, having this weird adversarial relationship with Chakotay, mm-hmm. and then it's just kind of dropped, and they're fine. And then the episode Equinox, she, like, removes him from duty and is like, fuck you, Chakotay. And it's not out of order, you think? Right? No, that's season six. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then at the end of the episode, she's like, "Sorry," and it's just never brought up again. <laughs> she's a we- she's a schizophrenic. She's like, uh, she or she's bipolar. I guess she's yeah, bipolar. bipolar. Yeah, uh, which is not a good look for a captain. No, she's a scientist first and foremost, uh, more so than anything. She's kind of a micromanager. She's just not. She's not the greatest captain. Like when you're talking about captains of Star Trek, it's very clear who the top captain is, uh, and it's a tie between Kirk, Picard, and Cisco. Yeah, nice. And then it's a tie for last place between Archer and Janeway. <laughs> although I think Archer takes that takes it. And it's Scott Bakula. I mean, uh, yeah, but he's like he's Archer's just a shitty human being. I don't think Janeway's a shitty human being. She like has the weird pet project with Kess, and then Kess doesn't work out, so she develops her pet project of Seven of Nine, mm. which is really weird. She's like encouraging her to explore humanity and whatnot until she doesn't, and like Seven of Nine upsets her, and she's like, "No, you don't understand. You're just like a dumb. You're just a dumb, gr- dumb a grown robot. adult, <laughs> dumb robot girl." Do they have uh, any uh, romance scenes with her? Janeway? Yeah, there's a she has romance not with anybody on the ship, but like a couple of times couple throughout of the chicks. series. Uh we meet her great grand ancestor. Uh-huh. See, that's one of the things is uh Shannon O'Donnell. You know, Kirk was um he's not hooking up left and right. He's a ladies' man. He was he was he was very much a ladies' man. Yeah. Um, but Picard, he we barely got any he because he has his his thing with Beverly. Mm-hmm. Right, but that that was always a will they, won't they? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> until well, until uh, there's like, two episodes, one where they get trapped in a mine shaft, uh, 
And then one where they get the psychic implants. Yeah. 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 Um, There's those two. But then other than that, he had what? Vosh and uh, the lady, the. uh, Not not Dr. Crusher. Yeah, the planetarium lady. Stellar cartographer. The stellar cartographer, yes. Uh, The difference is that uh, you have to look at Roddenberry as a self insert. He's writing Kirk as himself, right? When he in, in yeah, the sixties, yeah. he's in his mid thirties, and he's like hooking up with the hot women. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, Major Barrett is his mistress yes. at the time, so he's like he's the cool swashbuckling buccaneer guy, yeah. Horatio Hornblower. Like that's the way he envisions himself, right? And then uh, twenty five years pass. And now a 50s, almost 60-year-old Roddenberry is mm-hmm. writing uh, Star Trek again. Yeah. And now he sees himself as more of like this wise uh, leader who is like calm and rational. Uh-huh. And he writes himself as Picard. Yeah. But he, you still have to have that character in there, which is why they make number one with as yeah, Riker. Yeah. And they give a lot of those. Cur- Do you have a hole? <laughs> Can I fuck it? <laughs> they give all those Kirk traits to to him, yeah, 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 so that you can still do those romance episodes. Yes. And they they write the rule of like uh, the first officer doesn't allow the captain to go down on landing away missions and yada yada yada. But uh, and Deep Space Nine and Voyager and Enterprise are all post that, so it's a it's a new insert. And I I think part of the problem with Janeway is that the writers like didn't have a good grasp on her to begin with. Yeah. Um. But. Like, should we do we really? Why are we pointing to this character as a strong female character when it's crazy? <laughs> when it's clear that bitch is crazy, <laughs> you but know? She has a good big old strap on, yeah. She probably is strapping on fucking Chakotay, <laughs> right in his uh didgeridoo. Don't <laughs> <laughs> Chakotay is such an embarrassment of a character. They just wrote him, they wrote Chakotay. Yeah. And uh, they hired a guy to be like their uh, Native American expert guy. Turns out that guy made up fucking everything. Really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that no. guy wasn't even Native American. <laughs> is that as he was ba- just completely full of shit. Is that as bad or worse than the writers thinking Kim is Chinese? Uh, or it's making both. Kim Chinese? It's both. Like, it's the same people that made those decisions. Yeah, They're like, yeah. Kim's Chinese. We're going to hire this guy. Like, uh, fucking... I don't know what a funny Native American name is. Like John Redman comes in here. <laughs> John here, Redman, take this peyote. Uh, yeah, yeah. We we speak to uh, animal guides every day. <laughs> that was just the guy that plays uh, Night Wolf in the Mortal Kombat movie. <laughs> uh, yes, we use a yes. thing called an Akuma. We must. <laughs> we must have Captain Janeway uh, uh, turn into a dragon. <laughs> And then Chakote turns into a wolf and they do battle. <laughs> it is the way it must be. It is the way of my ancestors. Ah, <laughs> uh, such a goofy character. And Janeway, there's a there's a, an episode where Janeway tries to like find her spirit guide. And it's like a salamander or something. Dragon. Why what did I fucking tell it's you? It's not a dragon, it's yeah. a salamander. It's a dragon, which is a tiny dragon. It's not a tiny dragon. Dragons aren't real. Squishy. I, how can my how can my how can my killed one last night? Were you playing Skyrim? No. Were you playing something lame? God of War. Yeah. <laughs> you kill dragons in God of War. I killed a fucking dragon. Man. Ugh. You didn't play for very long. What a terrible franchise. You didn't even get to you. You didn't even get to the witch, did you? I killed Baldur, and I was like, "Wow, That's that it? sucked." 
I was like, who is the final boss of God of uh, War 4? Baldur again. And I watched that cutscene where you just fucking snap his neck one more time. Actually, it's Baldur. There's no you. That's a, that's a romanization. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't give a single shit. <laughs> and I was just like, I got to deal with this fucking stupid kid. I got to fucking do the same bullshit over and over again and level up the same fucking weapons. And I was like, I can't do but this again. Father, we've got to go see the statue of Thor. Ah, oh, man. Yep. It's funny because you don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know why you don't know what you're talking about. What if I told you Alexander ended up on Voyager, stranded in the Delta Quadrant? Really? And ra- really? raised by Belana Torres. Huh. Not how to be a warrior, but how to, because she also doesn't like the Klingon tradition. Huh. I would be lying to you. Yeah. But it's closer than what you were thinking. I'm just going from what I know. Yeah. You'll learn. You'll learn. Think, I mean, it could be like post season seven of TNG. Worf somehow has quit Starfleet. Uh huh. He's with Alexander, uh-huh. teaching him how to be a warrior. They go on this mission. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but post season seven of TNG is season four of Deep Space Nine. And I'm I'm not I'm not at season four of Jesus. Um, it hasn't happened yet. It's happened for the rest of us. <laughs> well, uh, that brings us to Miller episode, which means it's time for this episode is brought to you in part by the Arcada News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, Tim, what news do we have today? Uh, our first news story comes from um, one of the wackier places we get our news from. That's New Zealand. New Zealand? Uh-huh. New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's why we get the news from there, you know. That's uh, where they make it. Yeah. Well, uh, in Christchurch. Is there another shooting that we can't talk about? No. This episode's banned in New Zealand now that you mentioned Christchurch. <laughs> Apparently in Christchurch, uh, seeing, a wiz- uh, seeing someone dressed as a wizard outside of Halloween is not completely out of the ordinary. Uh, that's because for decades, the city has had an official wizard. I don't know if you know this, but uh, currently... Why would I know this? Ian Brackenberry Channel, um, who came to New Zealand in the 1970s, is uh, is the wizard. Uh, he has a... Uh, his New Zealand's driver's license says, the wizard. Um, and he goes around town dressed as the wizard. To, to do what? Um... To jerk off in front of teenagers, and you can't tell because he's all robed up. Apparently, on the paved <laughs> square in front of Christ Church's cathedral, he pontificates his life theories. Um, oh, so he's a crazy homeless he's man. He's a nut job. We had one of those in my college town, too. We called him Crazy Eddie. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing, though he gets paid by the Christ Church City Council. What? What? He gets paid 16000 New Zealand dollars annually. Dollary days? For quote wizardry, wow. says so on the check. Is what he, a, is what he a, a huge waste of time. He is now money. eighty-seven, and he is looking for a successor. Is he a light one or a dark one? He's a dark wizard. You can't say that. You, <laughs> <laughs> you can't just go calling people dark wizards in twenty twenty, Tim. He is a dark wizard. No, you can't. You He's can't say black. that. He's a dark wizard. You can't. You, you can't identify for him what kind of wizard he is. Maybe he's a trans wizard, Tim. 
Maybe he identifies as a light wizard. If he was a light wizard, he would be inside the church. Okay. If you know what I mean? Here's with the, the rest of the, With the rest thing. of the guys that think they can Why talk to Why is taxpayer people? money going to a, for a crazy man to stand in the public square and go shout crazy things? I don't know. I would be I would be incensed if I read this story and lived in Christchurch. I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? $16,000 dues a year? Um, Why? He, 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 he Why did sees, they pay him? They fucking exactly. Yeah, he, he the way he says it is that um, he calls himself a provocateur, someone who brings a sense of fun to the world, but also criticizes the system. You can't criticize the system when the system is paying you. You can't do it. You're part of the system now, dipshit. Fucking wizard. Does he wear a fucking power glove, the faggot? <laughs> Anyways, um, our second news story comes from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh, no. Uh, it says here that Tim the Handbreaker is moving to New Zealand to become a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, our second news story uh, is is even more frightening. Um I'm just going to go go ahead, go straight for the gusto. A million trapped cannibal ants have successfully escaped a Soviet nuclear weapons bunker. Ants? Can't, whoa. Cannibal ants. Whoa. Irradiated that cannibal back ants. They a million trapped, trapped cannibal, cannibal ants escaped a nuclear a reactor. A Soviet nuclear weapons bunker. Do they just eat each other or what? Oh, well, there's there's a uh, way. They're going to eat. They're fucking going to eat us, Todd. three of the end of days. How big are they? Like six feet? I mean. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Are they glowing? What is, isn't there an ant in uh, in Fallout? There's rad roaches. No, there's not an ant. No, there is. There's, big, there's big ass ants. There's a big ass ant uh, in, um, in Fallout 3, and there's like this guy who controls him. He's yes. fucking crazy. Yeah, you gotta yeah. kill him. Yeah. Um, the crazy thing is that... that uh, Was, we're like people standing outside like, I wonder if these ants are going to make it out. Kind of, uh, because like this is not the first time. This is like This is not... They didn't escape, and then we found out that they escaped. They were already being researched by like a ant research team. Is the ant research team all dead? I think so, except for one member. Yeah, and they hide their numbers that by, by traveling single file. Right? <laughs> He's got a big old bite mark on his face. Oh yeah, we forgot to play this at the beginning of the show. I'll play it after the news. Oh oh, don't worry. I think that's the, we're saving the biggest news for, for yeah. last. Um. So, uh, you know, end of days, uh, we're all going to die, yada, yada. It's so there's no, uh, they attacked anyone or they found corpses, Well, bones. it's Soviet, so they're covering it up. Yes. If they did. Yeah. Is this in the tundra? Like cold? I don't think ants can live in the cold. But they're inside a bunk? And? It's not cold in a bunk. It's definitely not cold in this bunker. <laughs> no, it's not. It's fucking Concrete 95 degrees. 90 degrees right now. Uh, well, we've got uh, our second to last news story uh, comes from Toronto. Uh, I, I picked this one because uh, you it's someone brought a different kind of uh, weapon to a fight. Uh, two people were injured. This Is was the Nintendo yesterday. Flash gun. Uh, two people were Duck injured hunk. yesterday morning and two others were arrested after a fight broke out. Uh, on Toronto's Cherry Beach. Is it a batleth? Um, no, uh, the fight was between, quote, a large group of people. So a lot of people fighting each other. Uh, they they got, when police got there, they encountered two men bleeding, carrying running chainsaws on the <laughs> trail leading to Cherry Beach. Is this Grand Theft Auto? Yeah, apparently, uh, <laughs> uh, 
quote, let me repeat, running chainsaws face to face with them in the middle of the trail. This is from an ongoer. It's like two cycle. Uh, Scary AF out of a fucking movie. WTF Toronto. Yeah, huh. two guys, uh, the two guys, those two guys with chainsaws were arrested. Toronto uh, Chainsaw Massacre. So is that, that's our second last news story. That's our second to last news story. Uh, Tab, I believe you have a personal news story to bring. So, uh, our friend Tony from Hack the Movies has been on the show a couple of times. Yep. He um he posted his review of of uh, Star Trek Lower Decks this week, the new cartoon Star Trek uh-huh. show, and at the end of his review, he said this. But let me tell you my favorite thing about this. Uh, they are releasing a T-shirt subscription uh, service. The the company that's uh, making this, and uh, for one hundred eighty dollars, you can get a new Star Trek Lower Decks T-shirt every week for ten weeks, and a bonus eleventh shirt. And uh, the reason I bring it up is because I got this subscription for my good friend. Tab from Here's What I Don't Get. Yes, yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tab from Hack the Movies. Uh, employee of the Month. Yeah, that's right, Tab. I got your address from a friend, and I signed you up for this T-shirt uh, subscription. So every week on your podcast, when you get the show, I want you to review each shirt that comes in the mail and uh, tell me what you think about it. Uh, if you guys don't know Tab, he's a, he's a big Star Trek fan huge Star Trek fan and he's a friend of the channel and I decided a big Star Trek fan deserves a big Star Trek reward <laughs> so enjoy your t-shirt subscription that is oh, my favorite thing my favorite thing about this show was me visualizing Tab having to open up the shirt every week and <laughs> screaming into the void <laughs> and cursing my name it really got me through the show if it weren't for that I probably would have uh Killed myself with this thing. It's a battle. I still might. I don't know. So yeah, don't watch Lower Decks. Uh, don't get CBS All Access for this. I'm sure there's good things on there. It's got a good archive, but don't watch any new Star Trek. It's done. It's over. It's 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 gone. I have to check and make sure the guys in the other room haven't killed themselves yet uh, or joined them. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. Uh, so thanks. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. And uh, Tab, let me know what you think about those shirts. Bye, buddy. What do you think the first shirt's going to be called? This is the best prank that's ever been pulled on me. It's ever. It's so good. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. I, I, was, I saw the video, and I was flabbergasted. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I messaged Tony, and I was like, this is a joke, right? And he goes, no, I 100% subscribe to this. <laughs> How did how did you get my address? Because I just moved. Yeah, and he's like, oh, you remember you remember ASC Riley? ASC Riley came to this house, has my address, sent it to Tony. So I I, I gotta I'm I'm big on pranks. Yeah, I'm big big on a tit for tat. Yeah, and I'm I I gotta I gotta get both of these guys and I gotta get them good. Yeah, yeah. But uh, for the next. Several weeks mm-hmm. when these shirts come in, yeah. I'll be reviewing them on the show. I want you to bring your 4K camera, okay, and you will film the segment, and we'll release that segment on the YouTube page so people can see as well as hear what's going on. Sounds great. Uh, I, I've, real quick, I've got an idea for a revenge prank. So you somehow get Tony's address, uh-huh. and then you drive there and shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then after I shoot him, I go, gotcha! <laughs> Pretty much. Come on, line up, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I forgot to bring these comments in. Uh, this made me think of it. From episode 191, Necro C commented, and he said, whose idea was it to have Justin Silverman on the show, on, on HWIDG? That fucker Tony from Hack the Movies. I see you, Tony from Hack the Movies, you fucker. Let me also <laughs> mention how this started. My uh, quote being employee of the month yeah, of Hack yeah, the yeah. Movies. So AMC Riley was over here and as with mint salad and we're all hanging out and we're jo- and I made the joke about Tony from Hack the Movies that his name's not you know his name's not his name it's Tony from Hack the Movies yeah. which is the longest fucking name on earth <laughs> but it's also weird because there's no one else from Hack the Movies yeah it's just, just he Tony is, he's Hack the Movies so I changed my Twitter handle to Mad Cucks from Hack the Movies uh-huh. and then. A bunch of other people also changed their names. So we had all these people change their names to blank from Hack the Movies. Uh-huh. And then I posted a poll where we voted uh, whether or not to fire Tony from Hack the Movies. And uh, he lost. Oh, no. Both viewers and employees want Hack the Mo- Tony from Hack the Movies out. So, uh, oh, no. That, that's a good one. We also got one from... Uh, Zach Owen from from last week on the one of those Hunger Game movies has the best example of slow covers. Lord does a cover of Everybody Wants to Rule the World and it infuriates me. Oh yeah. yeah. The best cover of Everybody Wants to Rule the World I've ever heard is on the Hammer Dulcimer. Have you seen that video? No. I'll bring it up. I like, I, like, I do like the Dulcimer. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. Uh and then there's one from one of our bonus episodes, bonus episode 80 45, 85% hard. Zach Owen also said that Colin was my favorite thing. When I got called in the middle of the show oh, yes. and told the lady that I had a 2001 or 2016 Hyundai get a rape. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she actually transferred me through to the next person to, in line. to an American person. You got transferred to an American dude. Pretty great. Well, that's uh this has been the blackface lawyer news network. I'm calling the police. Two if you count the cows. Well, uh that takes care of our legal obligations this week, but you know what it doesn't take care of? What? Uh, funding for a massive prank against ASC <laughs> Riley and Tony from Hack the Movies. And if you want to help me get my sweet, sweet revenge, you can visit us at <laughs> patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for... Here's what I don't get. Which is the name of the show. And over there we have five tiers. We have the one book tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly mini-sodes on the 30th of the month. We have our two bucks here. We throw the random bits and bobs we do now and again. On that tier, we have the five bucks tier. We do our monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get, which usually come out on the 20th of the month. Then we have our $10 tier where you, the fans, submit a film. You vote on what film we watch, and we sit down and watch it. We just watched this weekend Outland. Outland with Sean Connery Connery and Peter Boyle, uh, who played Clyde Bruckman in Clyde Bruckman's Repose in... uh, in the X Files, yes. I I spent the entire movie trying to think of that fucking name, and it finally oh, came to yeah. me while I was writing the write up for the the movie commentary. So uh, that that's out. Ten dollars patrons can now submit a new movie for September, and uh, then we have our big fifty dollars tier where you donate to the show and you can kind of call the shots. Uh, we have we have one benefactor there currently. I think yep. I might change the name to benefactor. Uh, we have one benefactor there currently who brought you the, our j- issue about Janeway and uh, is also bringing you 30 seconds of Dead Helm every week. So <laughs> thank you to uh, to Gray Bush for that. But let's get back to some issues, Tim. What's your second issue this week? Here's what I don't get. 
pre-orders. Yes. Uh, in this, our Lord and Savior Worf's digital age, uh, why do... I, I don't understand the need for pre-orders anymore. Other than, hey, I would like to give my money to a company mm-hmm. that I think is my friend because I love them so much early for a product I won't get in a month. Here's here's the, here's the only thing I'm okay with on pre-orders, right? If it's like, hey, we had the idea to make this thing, uh, but we're, we don't want to go into manufacturing of it. We just want to make it available for everybody who wants one. So we're going to have 45 days to pre-order our product. And if you buy a pre-order, you'll get the product. And Basically then, what a Kickstarter is. And then we're not going to make any more of them? No, because a lot of Kickstarters like kickstart it and then they turn it into a business. So you're basically mm-hmm. an investor who gets nothing. Uh, it depends. Yeah, but well, that's my vision of pre-orders. Not the, are, you t- are you talking about the Avengers game? Part of that, yeah. Yeah, that's part of it. Because uh, the Avengers game is like, if you buy from specific retailers, you get They're doing the thing, thing. they did 10 years ago. They did it with uh, Arkham Knight and Arkham City, and it was a pain in the ass then. I remember the Wikipedia page for Watch Dogs 1 had, oh, no yeah. doubt, a graph, like a table system to show you what came in what edition of the game and what came retailer. from what, what retailer. Yeah. yeah. And then... And then when it's all said and done, there's, there's going to be, be a game of the year edition, a game of the year edition, or a deluxe edition, or special edition, whatever yep. that's going to have everything. Yep. You know, in ten months. So th- when I see that kind of fragmentation of a product, I'm just like, well, I'll just wait for the game of the year edition. That's what I did for uh, Arkham Knight. I bought the game of the year edition on Steam, and it was way less expensive, mm-hmm. and it came with all the fucking pre-order bonuses. Yeah. Yeah. The only things I pre-order these days. I, our books yes yeah books are the only things i pre-order these days yeah I've, i'll pre-order a book uh it's not and it's not because like pre-orders used to be like i mean it used to be hey they're gonna make like 200 of these mm-hmm. be if you want one if you want it on launch day you need to get a pre-order in that yeah. way they make enough of them yes because otherwise they're gonna be sold out on launch day yeah but then it got like it got to where everything was so heavily pre-ordered that they and they're like, well, we can't make we can't make so few, so they would like, well, we got a hundred pre-orders, let's make three hundred things, yeah, and then they sell two hundred fifty of them. And they're like, all right, we did, we still have, some, there's still some on the shelves, yes. and now now it's just like a it's a way to what do they do? They think you're going to be like, oh, I really want to play as as Captain Canada, so I, I'm going to order from GameStop, <laughs> but I also want to play as classic suit. Iron Man, yeah. and that's only available from Best Buy. So I guess I got to buy two copies of the game. No, yeah. nobody's doing that. Nope. Um, here's what here's what set me off. Let me find this picture. Uh, this is a picture. Reddit. This was this morning. Uh, this is a. This is a weird pre-order. Uh, people may may or may not know. They're coming, they're coming out with Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, Remastered. which is a complete remaster of the first two Tony Hawk games. Yeah. Um, the demo for it comes out on the 14th, which is this week. Thursday, Friday. Friday. Um, but uh, you can only get it by pre-ordering something that is in the game. And by, oh, And by pre-ordering, 
I mean, just ordering. Yeah. Uh, because the only way you can get the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 plus 2 demo is to order Tony Hawk's burrito at Chipotle. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's how you get the, the demo Shit, for so Tony if you, Hawk. If you want the demo, you need to go into Chipotle, order one of these burritos, and then just throw it on the floor. Yeah. And walk <laughs> and out. And the, the code will be on your uh, receipt. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't want food poisoning, so. <laughs> I don't want E. coli, because none of you fucking yeah. people are smart enough to wash your fucking hands. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Cards Against Humanity did this. A bunch of different groups have done it. Uh, uh, Exploding Kittens did this. Where okay. they gave you a pack for one game by pre-ordering the next game that they're making. That's right. And it's like, you are a multi-million dollar game company now. Oh, they keep, they're keep they the ones that keep doing Kickstarters. Yeah, just fucking fund your game. Yep. I mean, Cards Against Humanity one year, they just got $5. People just paid them $5 for nothing. Yes. Fucking, you're, you are all Was multi-millionaires. Was the Coal thing? No, that was the, the lump of coal thing was one year. Then the next year they were like, "We're not doing this anymore." But just they still give us did. money. It was just five dollars for nothing. Yeah, and they just sent you nothing. They gave you you gave them five dollars, and then they they wrote you. Uh, they posted a letter or something that was yeah. like, "Here's what we spent all of our money on," and it was all stuff for themselves. Oh, it wasn't right. charity. Yeah. It was nothing. Yeah. Uh, it's like just take that money that you used to buy a bunch of land al- along the border to Use try and stop to the border line. And make your own fucking game. Stop this pre-order shit yeah, where it's yeah. like, oh, this exclusive pack only comes with blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like, the last thing, like, books, regular books, comics, whatever. Yeah. I will order. I will pre-order those on Amazon. Because Amazon has that price guarantee. Price guarantee. That's the only reason to pre-order. And usually, I mean, sometimes it's 40, 50% off the price. Yeah. Um, and so, I will do that just to guarantee that. And if it hasn't done that... By the time it by near the time it comes out, and I'd think, well, I, I don't want to pay that much for it. I can just fucking cancel it. Yeah, Amazon, um, the Amazon pre-order is the best one. Yes, because like they'll be like, oh yeah, one day uh, for ten minutes it dropped down to uh, three dollars, so yeah. that's what you pay instead of fifty. <clears throat> Sweet. Um, and then the other thing, like uh, Kickstarters for for books that actually need to be kickstarted. Yes, like we're first time publishers. Not even first-time first time publishers and very small publishers. Yeah, like uh, Q2Q Comics. They kick-started yep. their first book, uh-huh. but then they also kick-started their second book. But it's because, not, because the only people buying Q2Q Comics are the people, people that, that did the Kickstarter. I exactly. mean, I'm sure, he, I'm sure he sold a couple, some more after, because you can buy the books in his store now. Sure. But the Kickstarter is how he got the money to even do the first printing. Exactly. So, same thing. Like, I bought... Um, uh, there was the Kickstarter for uh, Junior Scientist Power Hour Volume Two. Yeah, uh, that was comic series. Comic series. I bought that one, uh, but I, of course, I got the tier that came with Volume One because they didn't have Volume One. So yeah. I got two. I, so there you go. Um, uh, she's putting out a new comic. It was a Kickstarter. It's a. Uh, it's like this is a niche black and white cartoon cartoon horror comic mm-hmm. series. So I did the one that comes with um, the same thing. I did the one that comes with the new one and a paperback version of the one I didn't have. So the point is, like, pre-orders aren't the devil. No. But people are using them in a really, really piss poor fashion yes. anymore. Um, I, I'm i a little bit, they've gotten a little bit better, right? Have because they? Because there was a thing, like I said, there was a thing five, ten years ago where 
Everything, everything was so fragmented. Where everything was was what the Avengers is doing. Yeah, I can't believe they're going. They're going to try that. It's like the game doesn't look good enough to begin with to be worth the sixty bucks, and now they're like, buy the special Marvel edition, fans. buy the. Uh, I think they're overestimating the amount of Marvel fans that also that really play video games. Like Marvel, Marvel's become very mainstream. There's yes. a reason why the uh, End Game was made two billion dollars. Mm-hmm. It's because the normies are all on board. The normies are not buying a video game to like role play as Iron Man. Uh, I don't know, man. I know. I think it's. A, I think it's also a big enough game. In that it's being marketed the shit out of, and it's a triple A game, but it doesn't look good. Like to they're you, marking the shit out of it. You, it doesn't look good to you. Uh, there's a lot of people like me. Sure, but there's also millions. Is of it? People. Is it? What? What is it coming out on? Everything. Okay. PS4, Switch. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Xbox about One, PC. It'll have a terrible PC port that will uh, piss people off right from the beginning. Maybe so these are my predictions. Yeah. Uh, it'll have. It, it, you'll get you'll get some PS five PS four people the yeah. people the people who bought Spider Man will buy this Avengers game. Well, then it's going to sell millions and millions of copies, but only like seventy five percent because that's still Spider Man. Spider Man was again, it's this huge game. Spider Man is the biggest superhero of them all. Like Batman, Spider Man, those are those are the yes, big two. Those are the big two. Everyone knows Batman and Spider Man. Yeah, your Arkham game, your Batman game, always going to sell. Your Spider Man game, always going to sell. Yep, but you're like. We're bringing in Kamala Khan. Like, I, who? Ms. Marvel, she's great. Does she answer the phones at the Avengers headquarters? <laughs> Hello, no. Avengers headquarters? <laughs> no, she writes fanfic. Would you like to pick up your uh, superhero trophy today? What? <laughs> Can I have your social security number? <laughs> <laughs> Please don't call here again. <laughs> Click. Yeah, it's... um. This, I mean, this this Chipotle thing was. That's disgusting. Ugh, what an embarrassment! Yeah. What's the demo? Is it a demo for PC? PC? No, it's the, the, the demo for PS4 and Xbox, I believe. Oh, yeah. super dumb. PC gamers don't eat Chipotle. Gamers. They eat gamer fuel, Mountain Dew, and Doritos. <laughs> Uh, we gotta try that gamer feel we got. Yes. Oh shit! So I was at I was at Blue Hole this uh-huh. weekend, right? And I found a packet. You know those little packets that you put in the sixteen ounce water bottles, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you shake them up and uh-huh. get lemonade. Well, this one you put it in there and you shake it up, and you know what you get? What? Folgers coffee. Imagine, imagine wanting coffee, right? You're like, oh man, I really need some coffee, and someone's <laughs> like, oh, I got some for you, and they give you. Bottled water, shake and drink. Instant coffee. Folgers. Just let it sit in the sun for a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'd kill myself. Yeah. Flavor crystals. Dead. Yeah. Man, man, that Alex Jones coffee? Yeah, I could drink some more of that. I could drink some more of that. I don't like to get black coffee, but I drank two cups of that coffee. African-American coffee, Tim. Yeah. Well, do you have anything more on pre-orders? Yeah, uh, if you go to patreon.com slash HWIDG, which stands for Here's What I Don't Get, yeah. right now you can pre-order... Episode 195. Episode 195. For three easy payments of ten ninety nine. Yes. We'll send it to you directly. First and uh, fresh. Yes. 
Fair. That's a good issue because I really do agree with you. Pre-orders, I thought I hated pre-orders years ago, and I hate that they're still a thing. I, I hate that people like we we collectively just can't learn from this and yeah. go like in in fifteen years we haven't learned that it's a fucking scam. That's like oh nope, new Call of Duty's out. Got to pre-order it. Got to pre-order it. Got to pre-order. Got to get my special guns. Got to pre-order. Try <laughs> to get my special Captain America costume. Yeah. You know what's what's way more, way more, especially with video games, way more fulfilling than a pre-order? What? An unlockable. Yeah. Like all the skins in Gears, Gears of War 3, you unlock through, you know, kill ratios and doing special missions yeah, yeah, and doing yeah. like getting special kills with certain guns, getting certain number of kills in a certain way, completing certain number of levels. Everything was unlockable. Like you could buy some too. They had some weird like you know, weird shit. DLC. Yeah. They had a whole market where you could buy, but it was like the ones like getting the silver and gold Lancer yeah, yeah. based on how many chainsaw kills and kills you got with them. That was like, uh, that was an accomplishment. That was you, you put that gun skin on. Cause it's like, I earned this getting new parts in a Mario, Mario Kart. Yeah. Right. So much more interesting than just being like, Oh, I can, I can just buy the best Mario Kart there is done. <laughs> uh, let me buy this forty dollar uh, unlock all uh, DLC. Yeah, well, it's like Sleeping Dogs did that too. They had all of these pre order bonuses where you or and DLCs that came with because I bought the season pass, and then I got all these DLCs where it was like free money, free weapons, and it just like kind of ruined the game. And I wish I hadn't downloaded it. Yeah. And now it's, you get the definitive edition, and it's just Baked there. In. Yeah. yeah. It's like oh, I, I guess I. The one, the one pro I will say, is on PC. As being able to mod it out. Well, not even just on PC. It's I mean, it's on everything now. It's preloading. That is that is a pretty cool feature. Yeah. Because I, I preload. Uh, I preloaded Doom Eternal. Because even if you're buying, because I, physical... I already knew I was going to buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The Last, last of Us Two. I preloaded that. The last game that I got, I pre-ordered was uh, Arkham City. <laughs> yeah. And I I picked it up at Best Buy at midnight. But I didn't play the game until 12.30. So what I'm saying is the preloading, you start playing at 12.01. That's 30 extra minutes of playtime you're getting. Uh, sometimes it takes a little while to unlock, especially on PC. That's that's the one thing. Is nah. Sometimes yeah. it'll take a while to unlock. Verify your physical location by yeah. tracing your IP last, address. Uh, last of Us, though. I mean, when I I, pl- I, 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 wanted, I knew I was going to buy it anyways. Yeah. Bought, uh, pre-ordered it digitally on PS4, so it yeah. preloaded, and as soon as it hit midnight or eleven, I hit X and boom, there you go. I did buy Skyrim digitally on Switch. That's the third time I bought Skyrim now. I think I'm um, the only, but the only reason for that was it was thirty bucks, which is the cheapest price I've seen it for because it's fifty bucks at stores. It's yeah. forty bucks used, like buying it from people or on eBay. Yeah, so thirty bucks for the digital version. It's Not like oh, just go ahead and buy it. The only reason I buy physical uh any any more these days is because it's a it was really cheap yeah i still like physical i can remember in 2003 star wars galaxies yeah collector's edition came with a badass uh like set of like sunglasses that you could there's a couple different styles that you could choose from that you could wear yourself or that no no on in in game and if you had those yeah you're where are you though? Yeah. Twilight sunglasses. 
I thought it was Twi'lek. Are those the people with the two penises coming out of the back of their heads? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here. So speaking of unlockables, right? Halo Three is coming out. Uh-huh. Just came out on PC. Oh, really? And it's got all the old unlockable armor sets mm-hmm. from Halo Three already unlocked. Oh. Where like like yeah, I remember it, paying Halo Three. Halo like, Three was holy shit. When was that? Two thousand nine. Yeah. Yeah. I I really don't want to fucking play and unlock all the shit that I unlocked eleven years ago. Yeah, but then like you you've got the samurai Halo armor and you and you and you haven't earned it. But you earned it. You Did earned you? it in two thousand nine. How, how do you know? You earned it. How's the game know you earned it? It does. No one fucking cares. <laughs> Everybody has it though. That's the thing. There's no coolness. Well, here's what I don't get. Bugs. Not computer bugs. I mean insects. And I don't really mean all insects, because there's a lot of insects that are totally okay. Like the housefly. Everyone hates houseflies. Yeah. But really, I don't even... I mean... They're an annoyance. They're they're a nuisance. You get you get like one or two in the summer that bother you maybe once... Like, like twice in a four-month period, you get a fly in the house, and you're like, damn, flies, and you smack it, and you're done. Little maggot makers. Killed one today? Killed one. You killed one today. Okay. I've been... I, I had... They came in, and they kept... I don't know how they got in the house, but there were a few by my front window for a little while, and I just bug assaulted them. Nice, Boom, done. Yeah, nice. That's why. That's why I got. We got them. Was to do for that exact purpose. Uh, so flies, you know, they, they don't bother you, but even like the like spiders, I'm fine with spiders. I'll let spiders live. They eat other bugs. We're all kind of on the same team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't even mind like the scary bugs, like. The dung beetle, like dung beetles, dung beetles are gross, but I mean, it's just a beetle likes to roll shit around. He likes poop. It's like he, not, he's German. As long oh. as you're not coming in my house, I don't really give a shit. Centipedes, millipedes, they're just creepy looking. They're just creepy looking. I mean, I think one of them is it can bite you and and make. And like, I think a millipede has those pincers. Yeah. Uh, but what are the odds of that? Well, how often yeah. do you even see one? Roaches. People get the roaches. Or yeah, the, or I the don't, gnats. Those are- Fruit flies. You ever oh, get fruit I hate flies? fruit flies. Fucking oh. fruit flies. Like you leave one banana out yep. for a week past and it's boom. Yeah, that little cloud. fruit flies. Yep. It's ridiculous. Like where do they, how did you even get in here? <laughs> I remember that uh, one year I got all the blankets for the studio. Yeah. I guess. Oh, uh, moths? I had, no, they're little like fly slash gnats. Mm. I, I thought they were from China because everything's pretty much from yeah. China and they hatched out or something. Oh yeah, and the one fell onto my beard. Jesus, I mean that was. Oh yeah, that was. Yeah, that was horrifying. I was was freaked out. It was because it was the sensation of it wriggling around in there. (laughs) It was nesting. The uh, we had cupboard moths once, um, which are just moths, but they like they like your dry food, not your clothes. Ah, and that was super obnoxious because they just get everywhere, and uh, eventually you. You just kill them, kill them, and run they them out of the house. They make those little uh, worm things, yeah, and, uh, like a weevil, ruffles. A certain no, uh, the moth nest. They like they'll find an area and they'll put all their little larvae next to each other. So you'll have you'll see this like little semicircle of the larvae, and you yeah. just got to smash that or scrape it off and throw it in the my, trash. My great aunt, when I was a kid, I went and ate. I guess it was grape nuts or something at her at her house. Yeah. Oh, and I've I was like, uh, Elva, there's a. Uh, because she's Aunt Elva. Uh, there's little worms in here. She's like, no, there's not. And she came over and like, oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. That was, that was where I was, Gross. I was finishing a bag of cereal. Like, yeah. Done. 
and uh, like it was just the very bottom of the bag. So I, I've got the bag in my hand and I'm just pouring it into the mouth and I'm chewing. And then I look in the bag and I see wriggling and I immediately, immediately toss, it all, toss it all up. Gross. <laughs> no, so I will never eat that cereal ever again. What kind? It was strawberry. Uh, it was some grape, something like grape nuts or something. So those bugs are all bad. But yeah. they're just bugs living their little bug lives. Exactly. You can't blame them for nope. what they're doing. I'm talking about the shitty bugs. I'm talking about the bugs that ruin everything for all bug kind. What, the ones you uh, inhale or get in your eye? No. No, because that's an accident. That's, that's an accident. Yeah. He's not going, they're not trying to get there. No, I'm talking about shit that's like constantly trying to fuck with you, like mosquitoes, Ugh. ticks, fleas, chiggers. Uh, hey, hey, indeed. You gotta watch your pronunciation on that. Uh, Those are bad. The, yeah, fucking. Like they um, make you bleed. The chiggers make you bleed. Bed bugs. I don't have bed bugs, but I like. I live in constant fear that I will get bed bugs. Yeah, there was uh, there. It was. I didn't hear about them often and get often the when I was earlier. Me. Sorry, man. Jesus. Uh, I didn't hear about them often when I was uh, when I was younger. But uh, I remember, like, once we got around high school, yeah, there was like a rash of them in uh, colleges and stuff. Yeah, just huge outbreaks. You'll get, you'll get like, you'll take your pillow. I take my pillow everywhere I go when I whenever I travel because I don't sleep well without it. With a, a, on foreign pillows, I'm very specific about how I like my pillow, and uh, I'm always worried that I'm going to bring bed bugs home and just like infest everything. I, I remember a couple years ago, I woke up to like a patch of bug bites on me. And later I figured out that I probably got them outside and they just didn't appear until the next day. Mm -hmm. Or it was on my leg. But you thought they were bed bugs. I thought it was bed bugs. And man, I freaked out. I freaked out. I still have have the bug foggers that I bought. (laughs) Because they say those things, once they get in, they're really hard to get rid of. Yeah, they're they're basically impossible. You just got to burn everything down. That's how you get rid of bed bugs. So you can set like blankets out in the sunlight and it... Yeah, heat kills them. Yeah. Uh, But still... I... Mesquite, like, why? Uh, here's what, so I, what I don't understand is how do you believe in God and these bugs still existing, right? Oh, there's a great, um, people call it, uh, people call him arrogant. Stephen, you remember Stephen Fry? Yes. Um, he's, there's, he, he liked to, um, kind of like to like debate uh, yeah, Christians. Christians and stuff. And there's a video of him asking, like, how can you believe in, he's, interviewing he's he's talking he's uh talking to some pastor i think he's like how can you believe in god when there are these uh bugs there's these worms in africa that their only job in life is to dig into the eyes of children and lay their eggs and lay their eggs and, and like they don't blind forever yeah. yeah yeah and and he's like if 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 god is real and allows that that's not a god that i want to worship yeah yeah we just like yeah but they have hurricanes and tornadoes that kill everyone uh, same, same yeah, thing. but that's you're just dead when when you get a flea infestation because like your cat got out and ran through a bad part of the yard and got ten fleas on it and then came inside and you didn't catch it in time and your whole fucking house is now covered and everything yep. and you can't set your feet down on the ground because otherwise you get covered in bug bites. It's yeah, life is not about those terrible outcomes. It's like the one in a million getting cancer or getting a 
two by four blown through a tornado that just impales you and you're dead instantly. Life is about the thousand tiny cuts of bug bites and other bullshit that slowly just takes away your will to live yeah. until you're 80 and living in an old folks home and you're you're in just like the slightest amount of discomfort, but it's the straw that makes the camel's back and you're just like, God, I wish Dr. Kevorkian was here so I could just get it over with or have someone with the, the red death come and coof on me so that I could die. Have you seen those gnats that like swarm and it's just like a swarm on the road? Yeah. Yeah. Like on a motorcycle, you can see it coming. And if there's traffic and shit, you can't really, all you can do is stop. Yeah. So I had to go through a couple batches of those. It sucked, man. Just like feel them hitting you. I, uh, my family used to vacation in West Virginia and they had real bad gnats in the state park we would go to. To the point, and you'd see them like all swarming over the playground. Yeah, and you just yeah. know to dodge it, or because gnats swarm to the highest point, you just walk through. You kind of walk everywhere with your hand high in the air, so they'd swarm your hand and not your face. But even that, because like mosquitoes are biting you, they give you West Nile virus, they give you all kinds of other bullshit. Female. Ticks you get, you can get fucking Lyme disease, which just ruins your whole whole rest of your life. And all they do is they get on your animals. Like my sister rescued this kitten, and then she's just sitting there, just like picking she this rescued little fleas. <laughs> this little kitten that's you know would fit in my one hand. Yeah, just covered in these fucking big, ticks. Where big Prego fucking eating fleas. it to death. Yeah, and it's. Mind blowing that, that this is a thing, and we get them. And you know, anytime I go in the woods, and I'm then I'm in the shower, and I'm just like, oh, is that a tick? Is that a tick? Is that? Uh, a- you you don't get one feeling. on your balls. Yeah. <laughs> on your I remember when I was in summer camp, there was a kid who got a tick on the tip of his dick, Ugh. and we made fun of him for it for the rest of the summer. <laughs> What'd you call him? Like there was nothing we. I don't remember what we call him. I just tick- remember we made fun of him. Yeah, it's probably tick dick or something like that. Uh, such a <laughs> stupid thing to make fun of someone for. Uh I. The biting, the biting insects can really, the one that I hate the most, I remember when I was a kid, I was, I must've been, I don't know, eight or eight or nine, maybe less seven or eight. And I was playing out in the yard and I, you know, rolling around in the grass and playing around and I, you know, something I'd done a bunch. And then that night I got, I just fucking covered, covered in chicker bites no. all fucking over my body. And I was in agony for about two days and I to that to this day, twenty years later, will not sit or roll in grass. Smart. I am ter- terrified to just like sit directly on the grass. Because yeah. you know what if what if Dude. I get fucking bitten all and just have to live in that pain for uh, one year? Uh, when I was in middle school, I developed an allergy allergic reaction to my own sweat. What? Yeah. So anytime I'd go outside and exercise. I would break out in hives all over my body, all over my body, chest, back, legs, everything. And, uh, it happened, it happened like for, and the thing was that summer I was biking two and a half miles, uh, each way. So five miles a day, at least once a day, if not twice a day. And I was fucking haul. I was, I was training for a race. And so I'm just like racing and racing and racing all Summer and then every night I'm just covered in these hives, and then I would wake up the next day and they'd be gone. So finally, my mom was like, "All right, today you're not allowed to go outside. You need to stay inside in the AC." And so I just stayed inside and played video games all day. And then that night, no hives. Next day, back to my normal 
biking and I did it twice because I missed a day, fucking boom, covered again. And we figured out I, I was, so I ended up, I was ended up taking Bennett like t- t- three Benadryl a day, Investing. which would kill you. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be asleep immediately, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I've never had the drowsy effect of any medicine take effect. Like I can just drink, I just drink a bottle and I, and I mm-hmm. quill and then stay up the rest <laughs> of the day. I don't know why. Uh, and that was able to keep it in check. I would still break out, but I would only break, I would break out in much smaller areas. And then I'd spray them with a cooling spray that would keep, take the, the intense itch uh-huh. out of them. What a miserable summer. And chiggers just do that. Like that was a weird fluke. Chiggers, that's what they exist to do is make you have these. Tab, and you have to itch them. Twenty twenty. You cannot not itch them. African Americans. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, mosquitoes do it too. You ever get like a mosquito that like, you'll get a mosquito like underneath your sleeve or it'll get there and it'll get you a few times and you'll just have like a clump of hives on hives. Yep. But let's not forget about the absolute worst of the worst. Wasps. Wasps. Fuck wasps. You know, bee, bees, bees are cool. People have allergies to bees, obviously. They're they're deadly to them. But largely... Bees, because here's the thing about a bee, right? A bee's a one a one pump chump. Yeah, if it yeah. stings you, it's dead. So it's very selective about stinging you. There has to be an imminent threat to the hive for them to want to sting you. Yeah. I've been stung by bees only a couple of times. The first time I was stung by a bee, it was crazy. We saw a guy who looked a lot like Michael Jordan because he was black. <laughs> Tab, come on, African American. And uh, no, uh, we're we're. I was at summer camp. We see these people that like, I was at a summer camp for kids. Right. Yeah. And all these adults, I think it was, I think it was a basketball team of guys came through because uh, there was a ropes course on the premises and oh, they okay. would do ropes training like way over there is like team building bullshit. Mm-hmm. And so uh, my friend and I are like looking at this group of dudes. We think one of them looks like Michael Jordan. Cause he's a, he's a really tall black guy uh-huh. with uh, a Hitler mustache <laughs> and a shaved head and like, yeah. Who wouldn't think that? <laughs> and so uh, then mm-hmm. I just remember feeling the searing pain in my stomach and being like, what the hell was that? Turns out a group of girls uh, found a beehive and there they decided to deal with a beehive by throwing rocks at it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they got all the bees real riled up, stung the shit out of those girls and stung. A- we were on the playground. We yeah. weren't anywhere near where these girls were. <laughs> uh, stung. I got stung and my friend got stung. On the playground, because they're just going out like, we got to kill everything. <laughs> I'm taken to the nurse's office. The n- nurse is like, calls my mom and goes, are you allergic? Is your son allergic to bees? The form doesn't say. And my mom says, uh, I don't know. I'm not. His dad is. Fucking figure it out. <laughs> I'm sure she didn't do that. But yeah. it uh, turns out I'm not allergic to bees. But since then, I've only been stung a couple more times. I've never in, been stung. In my bees? entire life. By or... bees. By bees. By bees. Because bees... You know, once kind of flies by you, 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 you tense up, you tense up, you don't move and it's just, it moves on. Yeah. Uh, the other time, one of the other times I got stung, I got stung by ground bees. We were playing uh ultimate Frisbee in this field and I, someone stepped on it, on the like high big yeah. bumble motherfuckers. No, they're real small and they, li- they, they live, in- their nests are in yep. the dirt. And so someone stepped on the hive, and a, bu- a few of us got stung. And it's like it's an irritation, but it goes away. My mom got stung by about twenty times by ground bees. I oh, mowing the lawn, mowing the lawn. Yeah, that's where it gets people a lot. 
But wasps, man, wasps have a multi-use stinger. So they'll get you, and they'll get mm-hmm. you like three times in the same spot before they fly off. And then they 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 have nothing to lose. I one time ran into a wasp. I was at summer camp. I'm walking around a building. <laughs> I run into a wasp, right? Wasp hits me in the face. I'm I'm stunned for a second. Wasp is stunned for a second. And it's like, all right, we could just go about our business. Wasp decides Pissed to sting me on the fucking face. <laughs> So and it itches too afterwards. Yeah, it itches. The reason why I fell off the ladder because I had been stung on the back by a red wasp, which feels like burning hot magma. Yeah. dropped on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And oh, it was. It felt like getting shot. It oozes. Uh, wasps are the fucking death. Like just the worst part of the fucking animal kingdom. And I wish we could. I just. I'm. I think I'm gonna get one of those five watt lasers. So that I can just because I had wasps on my front porch. Yeah, yeah. I had a bunch of nests on my front porch. Uh, Yeah, you cook them. Nice. That flying insect shit. You cook them. Just line them up, and you just fucking pop them like popcorn. Boil their tiny little shitty brains. (gasps) Oh man, that's a great idea. Nice upgrade. (laughs) You gotta get one that looks like a three foot flashlight. <laughs> like a like mag light, Sonya Blade, like Sonya Blade, more combat. Yeah, uh, just I'll just get a big long mag light and ma- and disassemble it and mount the laser mm-hmm. on the inside. Yeah, I, wasps. Uh, I just want to. I just want to be. They uh, do look cool. Yeah, but it's not worth it. No, it's not. I'd rather have just dirt or mud daubers and no wasps. Yeah, even hornets are a. Oh, above wasps. Oh. Yeah, I and if you and if you're allergic to bees, you're allergic to wasps. It's just yeah, wasps. Like you can't like you can't eat delicious wasp vomit. Yeah, they don't <laughs> they don't do shit for anybody. They make their little fucking stupid nests. They sting people for no fucking reason. Yep. And it's just like if you just go fucking make your nest in the woods or something, wouldn't have a problem. But for whatever fucking reason, you think it's okay to make a fucking nest all over my front porch? Make paper mache. Yeah, yeah. Bees <laughs> at least it's like we get honey out of them. Yep. They pollinate the flowers. Fucking wasps aren't pollinating shit. Fuck wasps. Fuck bugs that bite. I am declaring war on bugs in the community. Hey, my dad had a. Uh... He was a beekeeper just for a very short stint. Yeah. And um, he had it out on this, in the middle by this tree out in this field, and it was freshly plowed. Uh-huh. And uh, he would go to the extremes. He had the whole costume. He'd duct tape the cuffs and, and the feet and everything because he had him get inside. Inside the suit. <clears throat> so he's out there doing his thing. And then and we're sitting in a truck, me and my, bro- me and my brother, just watching him, waiting. And you, you see him start flailing, <laughs> and he's running. And we measured the fucking marks and the fresh plow. And my dad's, you know, five six, five seven, and his strides were eight foot. Like he was fucking like fucking moving, trying. To, and he had him inside there. And there's yeah, it was pretty funny. We're laughing our asses off. Good memory. Kill all wasps. That's my issue. Bugs. The shitty bugs specifically, and and most specifically wasps. Well, so this has been Here's What I Don't Get. I'm Tad Burton. I'm Tim the Hammer Breaker. I'm Todd. Catch you guys next week. See ya.
If you want to call in the Here's Again hotline, call us at 704-750-9434. Tell us what you don't get. We've got another call from our friend from England. His uh, his uh, long-distance bill is going to be insane <laughs> this month. Hey, Triple T. Bone the Guy 69 from the UK again. Uh, just following up on my calls from last week, thanks for playing them. Um, just to say, it's a do-get, really, about Microsoft, which is I actually use Skype to make these calls. It costs less than two pence per minute. Really? Um, and doesn't matter where in the world I call from, as long as I've got data on my phone, and that's why I use Skype. And it can show the number, which is my UK mobile number that's associated with my account. So that's pretty nice. It's a good way to stay in touch if you're abroad. But I can throw in a don't get about Microsoft, because I mostly don't get anything about Microsoft, which is that the Windows 10 store sucks shit. (laughs) In particular, I paid £25 for the Halo Master Chief collection, which was on sale because I wanted to play really just Halo 3 and 4 with my friends. Um, Basically, it won't download. It won't run. Oh, she restart your PC. It tries to restart the 77 gig download on my shit 4 meg internet again. Uh, meaning I've just paid £25 and I just can't play anything off. Uh, and it's just shit. So well done on Microsoft for ma- making something worse somehow than even the Epic Game Store on Windows 10. And also fuck Microsoft. Safe your Skype. <laughs> Probably the only guy that's using Skype in 2020. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if... If I knew that and I was using it for that purpose, I'd definitely use Skype. The Microsoft, I'm still pissed off that I bought my laptop. I bought my laptop specifically to have one that has a uh, Blu-ray disc drive because I like physical media and I want the best drive that I can put in my computer. And so then I found out that, you know, on Windows 7, Windows 8, you put a disc into your disk drive, uh-huh. be it DVD, CD, yeah. open up Windows Media Player and hit play, and it'll play your DVDs and CDs. And I assume that as being that I paid a premium for a computer that has a disk drive in whatever fucking year I bought the damn thing, that it would just play the disk. Nope, you got to download specialty Windows Media Blu-ray player, di- di- disk media player, which is another $10 download not built into Windows Media Player anymore. Wow. Fuck you guys and fuck your stupid little store. What a dumb idea. Uh, we got one here from the Discord from Skankunt42. Hey guys, it's Skankunt42. Uh, I guess I can't call you Triple T anymore because Todd is a flaky McGee. <laughs> Anyways, Tab, I have to disagree with you about UPS. I think they're not bad at all. Um, Although FedEx is the worst. If you had just switched UPS with FedEx, I couldn't agree with you more. FedEx is FedEx so awful. Switch if I day. see that I'm getting some from FedEx, I am sure it's not going to arrive when it says it is. It always comes a day or two late, and I just can't stand FedEx. Their tracking is terrible, just like you were saying about UPS. I haven't had any problems with UPS. But... Here's what I don't get is, Tab, why don't you tell us more stories about your cat and how it's liking the new place? Congrats on the new place. Um, Yeah, I want to hear more about your cat. I think cats are the best. Also, maybe now that you got your all fancy studio set up in your new home, maybe you can hook up a few cameras and create like a $10 tier on Patreon that I would gladly join to see video of your podcast. Anyways... Stay furious. Have a good one. 
Actually, we've been talking about adding video back in since about the start of the plague, <laughs> and uh, uh, USB webcams are about $200 right now. Yes. It's ridiculous. The, but, pl- the plague <laughs> sent them skyrocketing. Uh, that is kind of the plan with this place, is to get cameras working up again. That's why we're going to be decorating and make the place look nice so that it looks interesting. Uh, By the way, <clears throat> this is what I was doing. Uh, in an attic last, and I got out at nine o'clock. And I was like, "Fuck!" Totally fucking had to button that job up. Why were you in an attic? I was installing all that. Work. Why did an it's attic need a bunch of dead hookers in it? Um, oh, geez, that was your pink. Come on, Todd. <laughs> I don't want to see that shit. Probably the, about the, Point the nicest back install at, you're gonna see. I mean. I'd rather not have dead hookers in the attic. That's a lot of coke. That is a... <laughs> Yikes. <Don't laughs> I guess now, we know, now we know what you do with that casino money. Yeah. <laughs> Boy. And I, I'd really, I personally wouldn't film the child porn stash either. Uh, my cat loves the new house. He was. He does, yeah. He was uh, a kind of lethargic in the old place because it was basically the one big room. Mm. And now he... He is uh, a lot more playful, um, but like playing, he'll, I'll play with him, but he'll just play with his little toys and chase them all over the house. And he has a, uh, he, I'll actually, I'll post the picture of him uh, in the voicemail upload. He has these little puff balls that are like craft pom pom mm-hmm. things. And for months, I've been trying to get a photo of him because he'll pick them up and carry them around in his mouth and then he'll take them somewhere where he wants to play with them. But lately, he really wants to. He has. He likes the one chair that I got recently, mm-hmm. and he sits in that chair all the time. And so he was. He would play with his little pom poms, and he'd take them and play with them in the chair. And then he'd knock them off the chair to somewhere in the living room, and then he'd go rocketing off the chair after the pom pom, <laughs> and he'd play with it down there for a bit, and then he'd pick it up in his mouth and walk back to the chair and hop up in the chair and play in the chair, and then again lose it. So I finally got a picture of him carrying around a pom pom in his mouth while he was headed for the chair one day. Uh, what about the stairs? What do you like mean? Stairs. Uh, I I haven't been in the basement enough to like monitor him being down there, but I was down there today starting to organize stuff, and he got into all the ca- – I, I had the all his stuff in the little baskets. He got into those baskets and got into the cat treats. Nice. And uh, tore the packages open and <laughs> made a big mess. That's probably why he follows back down there today. Well, he follows me pretty much everywhere I go. It's yeah. kind of obnoxious. Uh, but I, I also got um, – I got these benches when I moved in, these cushioned benches. So he's got lots of places to sit and, and be in the window, look outside and and sleep. Unfortunately, at the old place, the sun would come directly in the bedroom window and he could lay in the sun in mm-hmm. the afternoon. But now all of my windows have big shade hoods over them. So you can't, it, well, you don't really get direct sunlight anywhere. So he just kind of lays in the window, in the front window, looks outside. You install one of those cat bubbles, the tunnel bubbles from window to window. Yeah, I could do that on the uh, uh, outside the on the steps that lead down to the basement because there's like two windows there. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Anyway, he's happy, and I've got one more voicemail. When uh, there's nowhere to mount one. Tim brought up the Stormlight Archives or whatever that book series that reminded me of Here's What I Don't Get. So here's what I don't get. Why are all fantasy books 
like, you know, swords and armor and magic and shit like that. Every single one I've listened to, like on audiobooks, are boring as fuck. It they focus more on like the family, like you know, government type of like uh, what's the word? Fucking just drama and like oh, so and so's doing this and so and so's doing this, and then you got some fucking like some character going on some journey that's just again boring as fuck. Because I I read I, I read the Way of the Kings the first book in the Stormlight Archive, and, you know, yeah, it's like a thousand-page book. I think it was like a 32-hour-long audio book. And I I started listening to it. The first half is about three characters. One is some bitch who's fucking doing some magic who gets mm-hmm. to some fucking school. Don't care. There's another character who I fucking forgot what his storyline was. And then the third character is the slave who has the most interesting character where mm-hmm. – it's very interesting, but guess what? Halfway through the book, they shift to a whole nother fucking three different character stories that are just as boring. God damn it! Why are fucking fantasy books so fucking boring? God damn it! Uh, anyways, because fantasy sucks. Lord of the Rings did that too. Where yeah. it'd be like uh, you book one, like uh, the two towers. Yeah, book yeah. one, book two, and book one is all about the the elf and the dwarf and the yeah. guy doing their thing, and then the other one was about the hobbits doing their yeah. thing, and, laying down the groundwork. Yeah. And so you, you like read a whole narrative story arc, and then it's like, all right, let's start over. Ugh. You couldn't intersperse these, Jr. You there was a um, queer. the second magician's book did that real well, where it was every other cha- where uh, uh, one character was there was one character that was the first book was at the beginning and at the end, mm-hmm. and at the end it was like, oh, how did that happen? Second book, every other chapter is how that happened. Ah, yeah, fantasy's boring. It's always going to be boring. I it's weird because I think. Unless you're talking about Fantasy Island. <laughs> Not that Fantasy we, Island is the also plane, boring. The plane. It's just like a morality tale. Like, I wish I had big titties. And then it's like, and then her titties grew until they exploded and she died. And like, that's not what she meant. Like, you fucking knew what she meant. Um, yeah, it's weird. Like I said, I, I read a lot of fantasy, but mm. I watch more science fiction. Yeah, that's because science fiction is good to televise fantasy. To televise fantasy sucks dick that's yeah, why game does. of thrones ended because fantasy is always always just about like long boring descriptors of yes. things you don't care about yeah and then like at the very end it's like oh remember that thing i mentioned very briefly in chapter one that you just like fucking slept through uh-huh. well now that's the magical device that ends the story <laughs> and you're just like oh great yeah unless you're talking about new zealand you know what i'm fantasizing about is uh, some goddamn AC. No. Stop planning. <laughs> you lack discipline. It's only 90. It's only, it's only 90. 90. It's been 90 for the entire show. We've hit the, the point of equilibrium. This is homeostasis. This is the temperature. What's of the, the relative studio. humidity, though? I don't fucking know. Yeah. I could get a dehumidifier. That would probably help. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But it'd probably make a lot of noise. Definitely help. Put it in the, in the bathroom. We could mount a ceiling fan. To what? You have to get into one of these. Uh huh. Bada boom. You see how that's really close to the wall? 
You got to put a ceiling fan in the center of the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just move one of those two by four square, whatever the fuck those are. Those are for like hanging. Uh, it's a pegboard. Pegboard, yeah. That's great for sound deadening. I had a theater in, in college that was all the walls were all pegboard like that, painted black. You couldn't tell. Well, that's the show, everybody. Thanks for listening. Let's get these fuckers some AC and some fucking melting in here. And some DC. <laughs>